Hola, Conchitas. Welcome back to the Self-Conscious Podcast. Grab your cafe, tea, or wine, and don't forget your conchas, because we have a whole new episode this week for you. I'm your host, Stephanie Cortez. And I'm your other host, Evelyn Salazar. And this is episode nine of season two. This week, we have a special guest, Andrea, owner of an aesthetic bar and an old high school classmate of mine. Andrea sits down and talks to us about sex, double standards we face as women for being sex positive, hookup stories, and more. This episode is a follow-up to last week's episode, season two, episode eight, with the host of the Tea Talk podcast, Germs and Riyak. Last week, we got the men's perspective on the topic, and this week, we're getting the ladies' point of view. We hope you enjoy and learn something in this episode. Listener discretion is warned. This episode will contain adult material. Joining us on this podcast episode is Andrea. She is 24 years old and a licensed aesthetician. Andrea is the owner of Skincare Service that provides amazing skincare results. She also does amazing brows, lash lifts, lips, etc. Andrea has been an esthetician for two years and has helped many people love themselves by enhancing their beauty. But aside from talking about what Andrea does as a profession, we're actually going to be talking about a little bit more of a ballsy topic. We're going to be talking about hookups, sex, double standards, dating, all that. This is a follow-up to the TikTok episode we did with Germs and Riyak. And we're going to cover all the things we didn't get to cover on that podcast episode and probably give you guys a little bit more insight into Evelyn's and I's sex lives and now Andrea's because she's the guest on this episode. So hope y'all enjoy. Get your conchas, get your cafe because it's going to be a good one. Before we get started, we have a fun question for you, Andrea. Do you want to go ahead and ask it, Evelyn? Yeah. So what is an embarrassing story that you still think about today? First thing that comes to mind is when I was in middle school, I want to say eighth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. I was talking to a boy, an older boy, for the first time. I was texting him, and I was walking down the street from my house, and I sent him, you know, a teenage... Photo? Post. No. Mas- oh, okay. No, you know when you're, like, talking to a boy for the first time, and y'all get, like, really descriptive? Oh, you start sexting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I was sending him a long, detailed message. Oof. <laughs> sent it and then looked down at my phone and it went to my mom no (laughs) are you serious my mom i can't tell you how fast i spun around and ran home and i run downstairs and my mom's in the shower and i'm thinking oh it's okay i i get there and i delete the message oh you had access to your mom's phone yeah oh my god lucky you this was before passcodes i got lucky delete the message my mom gets out of the shower and she goes why'd you delete that message you sent me oh <laughs> shit she got you i was mortified so <laughs> dead i couldn't breathe it was so she had already read it yes unfortunately oh my god yeah it was it was awful i i with my mom i probably would have been dead honestly oh i like Luckily, my mom was pretty cool, and she was, like, willing to talk to me about it, but we kept that from my dad. We definitely did not reveal that. <laughs> you know, I was a good Catholic school girl, so I didn't, I wasn't out here sexting kids yet in eighth grade. <laughs> Every was, guy's, like, wet fantasy. He's like, oh, a Catholic school girl. That was the first and only time ever. <laughs> that doesn't mean I don't do it now, but it took a while to get there. I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing. I didn't really sex in high school. I did that more like in college. Mm. Mm. I 
have been a writer my whole life, so I was very natural. <laughs> very natural to sex. But you know what's funny about sexting is that a lot of guys, like, they're, like, there and they're hard and they're, like, all into it and we're, like, doing our laundry and, like, washing no. the dishes. We're like, oh, my God, I'm so turned on right now. <laughs> I'm just watching Netflix. We're in our pajamas. And, like, my experience with it nowadays is, like, guys just, guys don't like it. They don't like what? Sexting? Sexting, yeah. Really? Okay, I don't like sexting, like, on the phone, like, through my actual text, my actual phone number. I sex through, like, Snapchat. That's the only way. Because I... Mm, it's I evolved. Don't, I don't trust men. Yes. I don't trust men. That's 100% if fair. I'm going to send them something, I need to make sure it'll be deleted. Yeah. Receipts. <laughs> yeah. You'll know what he's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I get so annoyed when they save this shit, and I'm like, oh why God. are you saving that shit? <laughs> Yeah, like, you don't want to see this later when you want to send me something wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any embarrassing stories you want to share? It doesn't have to be, like, the same thing, but... Honestly, this question always fucking gets me because I don't ever really know. I feel like there's been embarrassing moments in my life because I'm not excluded to that. But also, I don't think I've ever had anything completely embarrassing. <laughs> the one I always think about, like, this is my go-to answer is I feel like I've said this on the podcast. You did. Before. If it's the book one, the book one, yeah, a different one. I fell down the stairs. We all know that. Just give yeah. us something else. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't have embarrassing stories. I was like, I'm so graceful and poised. <laughs> I don't. Like, no, I, I, it's not even that. I think it's just I'm just so comfortable with who I am that I'm just like not. I don't give a shit. You know. Yeah. I do have embarrassing stories. I think. I think more like embarrassing moments are like whenever I bop my head on like oh, a freaking girl. shelf or a door. Uh, yeah, see, I do that. When I walk into a glass door, I'm always like, <laughs> it's right there, dude. Like, oh, I was a how kid. did I not see I that? I in those like maze, mirror mazes at like the fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I one time was in there with my siblings and we were running, like racing through it. I ran head first into a mirror laid me on my butt. I think the embarrassing stories are like the ones I have, the reasons I have scars. That's a gnarly looking scar. Yeah, but it's not, it's not that cool. So she's talking about a scar that I have on my left hand, left arm. It looks small now, but at the time I think I got it when I was like 12 years old. It's kind of embarrassing, not really. I was just a stupid kid. It was like November, December, the same year my sister's car accident had happened. Again, I read up the fact that I'm Catholic. They do like the um, Christmas thing with the Virgin Mary and all that, you know, baby Jesus, birth, all that. Okay. Um, so they had told me that I was going to play Mary. And so I was like, so excited. And I was like, oh my God. Because at the time it was like a big deal. <laughs> now I could give a shit. But <laughs> at the time, you know, it was a big deal. Okay. In this same year, we had um, moved to a new house. Um, so there was still stuff in the garage. And so there was this like wooden drawer that we had. And it was, I don't know why the fuck we had it. Because it had this like metal piece sticking out of it. And so that was so it was that and then our um truck uh our family van and so I ran in between both of those and the metal piece like sliced my arm. Oh, ouch. And I didn't feel shit, guys. I got I get into the car cuz my dad was going to give me a ride to the church. And all of us I put I'm, my arms are crossed and I'm like, "Why is my arm st- sticky? Why is this warm and yeah. sticky?" And I looked down and I just see a whole bunch of blood coming down. Yeah. And I was like, uh. Oh. And there's like napkins in the car, so I grabbed them and I put them on my arm. And I'm sitting there for like a good, like maybe two, three minutes. I don't know. if Time was slow. And so I was like, should I go tell mom and dad? I should go tell mom and dad. Yeah, I should go tell them. 
So I go inside. So mom and dad were screaming about something, and I just go like, hey, mom, dad. And then they, like, stop screaming. I let the napkins fall and the blood dripping down. Mm. And <laughs> my dad, for the most part, like, he has his shit together. But that, when it comes to his kids, he has no idea what he, the hell he's doing. And so that, I saw my dad. He's like, he started screaming. He's like, what? what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And my mom just looked at him like he was an idiot. She's like, take her to the fucking clinic. Take her to the hospital. He's like, which one? And there was, like, one, like, right around the house. So he's like, the one next to the house. So my dad, like, took me there. My parents were hella freaking out. You know, they were like, <laughs> like, <laughs> You're just like a life and death situation. I, I was chilling. You're <laughs> I, was, like, I was okay. I'm good. I was like, yeah, I got a bleeding arm, but I'm fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> my dad, sitting, I don't feel it. Yeah, dude, I didn't feel it. My dad literally carried me inside the clinic. And I was like, <laughs> dad, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> no, guys, the bad part was when um, they had to um, inject me. To yeah. numb my skin and to do the stitches. That's what hurt. I mean, that fucking hurt. And then that's when we could see it. Like, we could see the bone, man. We could see, like, the inside oh. of it. It was kind of gross. It's kind of gross. Um, yeah, that was nasty. But the stitches, that fucking hurt. It was, like, 16 stitches in total. So not necessarily an embarrassing story. I mean, it kind of is, but I was yeah. just a stupid kid. That gave me, okay, that kind of gave me one. A short one that I think I could do. I don't know. It might be embarrassing to other people. But... It was my senior year of high school, and they were doing a blood drive. And it was so it was going to be my first time donating blood to the American Red Cross, and I was so excited. I did it during the last period of school. So I went and donated blood for the first time. It all went fine. I was like, ooh, my blood feels warm. I held the pouch and everything. And then we left. So I was like, okay, good. Like, we're fine? Oh, that wasn't that bad. And for some fucking reason, I don't know why, I took the bus home that day. I probably rode the bus in high school maybe like three times. I always had someone picking me up. Like, I, I don't know why I was on the bus. Right. But I took the bus home. And the bus, you know, if you think of a yellow school bus, is very bumpy and very shaky. Oh. And I wasn't thinking anything of it. I was like, oh, like, okay, this is normal. And <laughs> literally, the, it was my bus stop. The second I walked off the bus stop, and kids are walking off with me too, I pull, like I walked off the bus and saw a fence in front of me it was some house on the corner walked to the fence and then started puking and throwing up because i had just donated blood for the first time and that makes you you know like dizzy nauseous did nobody give you food i ate like a cracker but like (laughs) but then you're on the bus in the bus those school buses are no joke yeah i get carsick so i get it see and i don't yeah i don't even get carsick or anything it was just i guess a combination of donating blood and then the bus ride, but I was puking in front of other people too because they were getting off the bus. So I wasn't embarrassed. I literally lifted my head and I was like, "Sorry, guys," and then I was like, <laughs> "Sorry to whoever's driveway this is too." But um, and, and then I, I I finished and like was like, ah, and then walked home. You know what she sounded like? <laughs> Have you guys seen that um, episode or like this little video with Kiki Palmer? And they're like showing her like the men, and she's like, "I don't know this man. Sorry to this man." You guys gotta watch it. It's funny. But yeah, so that story could be embarrassing to someone else. You know, someone else could be like, "Oh my god, I puked in front of my classmates." Or they were like, "Oh shit, that was my driveway." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, I was just like, "Oh my god, sorry guys." There we go. If somebody's listening, they're probably like, oh, that's who that bitch was. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you're from Rose Park right there, then yeah, maybe. Sorry. Sorry to that driveway. Probably was someone I knew. Rose Park, everyone knows each other. Oh, I know. So, anyways, 
to get to the point of our episode, that was, that was those were good. Those were good. Got a little bloody. Sorry, trigger warning on that. <laughs> yeah, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Andrea. Well, um, I have been an esthetician for two years. I just moved back from Ohio. Um, you'll hear more about my work later. But uh, other than that, I currently live with my boyfriend and two cats. That's about it. I'm just working, working, trying new things and meeting new people. <laughs> So Andrea's actually going to be in another one of our podcast episodes in season four, and she's going to tell us a little bit more about being an institution. So we're not going to really go over much about that today, but she's just going to give you a brief little synopsis of what that is, what she does, and where to book her if you're looking for somebody to help you out. Yeah, so I am on Instagram and Facebook as Aesthetic Bar period XX. You can find me through the self-conscious uh, site as well. And then I gotta call her out. She said it that very white. Self conscious. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little nasally right now. <laughs> but as far as being an esthetician, I work on skin. Stephanie's had a facial from me. I do everything from corrective skincare for acne, and then I also do really nice brows, small tattoos, microblading, just about anything on your face. Anything on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take that the wrong way, guys. I did. <laughs> I did too. That's why we were all laughing. Nasty. <laughs> yes, I, I did get a facial. It was very nice. 10 out of 10 recommend. But yeah, uh, stay tuned because it will be in an episode on season four. So, <clears throat> like we said, this is kind of a raunchy episode. We're going to talk about the things we didn't get to cover on T-Talk Podcast and disclosure we had a few technical difficulties on T-Talk with the T-Talk boys on my end, not theirs, my end. And so we didn't really get to cover everything towards the end, which sucks because it was a really good, was, the, the conversation was really good. So It was really good. I actually just re-listened to it oh. like two days ago just in preparation for this. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Did you listen to theirs? I have not listened to theirs. They have what, theirs where we were on it. It's called dry hump onesie. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta listen to, listen to it to understand up. the title. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking germs and reacts. <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, yeah, we kind of lost some of the recording on, uh, and that's why, we, like, you'll hear it and you'll be like, eh, what happened? But that's it, why this is a follow up. Yeah, this is a follow up. We're covering more, more on the girls' territory. What is your craziest hookup story or stories? Oh, that's a good question. I've been thinking about this since you guys sent me the outline. Which is only a couple hours. And I've, yeah. (laughs) 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 I've been, I've been racking my brain about this. I would say, okay, this isn't really like crazy, but I mean, it kind of goes back to like the embarrassing. Uh I (laughs) was with my ex-boyfriend and his family up in a cabin in like the mountains and we were pretty secluded. There was like no nearby like gas stations or anything like that and we were hooking up in the side room which was right off of the living room Mm, risky very risky (laughs) it was a very bad situation they were watching a movie so i wasn't thinking like anything of it oh and it was his family yes okay that was watching a movie while you were yes (laughs) his siblings are older so like 30 year old siblings his mom his grandma oh my god And it gets really quiet. And all of a sudden, first of all, he he goes, oh, no. And I was like, 
What? 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 Yeah, exactly. And he goes, um, well, two oh no's. We're on the bed and I flip around and I look him dead in the eyes and I was like, what do you mean oh no? And he goes, well, one, you're bleeding really bad. Oh, okay. Oh no, oh no, no. And two, I didn't wear a condom. Oh! Wait, did you know? I mean, I knew, like, we we had never used one, oh, okay. but he goes, um, we might need a plan B. Oh. And I said, oh my God, what? <laughs> I can't do the whistle thing, you know, like the... <laughs> <laughs> so I go to the restroom. It's like Niagara Falls. Like, I can't stop. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I don't know what was happening. No. <laughs> okay, no. But like, so we had to ask his mom for a pad. Oh. Because I was bleeding yeah. so badly. And I was like, what? Why? I don't know what it was. The next morning I was fine. But then we have to tell his mom. We have to like, I had nothing with me. So I had to wear this terrible, huge maxi pad. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> on the canyon ride down and then oh. we have to walk in we have to make his mom stop to go b- buy a plan b you told her <laughs> no we didn't tell her but he was like we need to stop at the store like yeah <laughs> right now oh, okay <laughs> did she go in with you guys no okay did she just no. say like you were having a period and you just forgot yeah i was just like oh anyway, i started so my she, period so like, you, I- <laughs> she went in with you guys or no she didn't go in with you guys did you take it in the store or yeah. Oh, I, I straight up, we just opened the, I opened the package and was like, I'm taking that, this right to now. open up that shit takes so long. <laughs> have you ever I was determined. I was determined. Have you ever opened up a plan B, bro? I think we use like a pocket knife to, yeah, to like cut it. Yeah, you need a pocket knife yeah. to open that shit up. Yeah, I've never used plan B. Damn. Um, yeah, then that, that confident that I wasn't going to get pregnant. Um, I was mortified because I was like 19 at the time. So I've I was. I always used a condom. Always use a condom up until up until recently up until like a couple up until I got my IUD and then I wasn't as worried um, if we had sex for long. The only thing now is like I'm I'm so scared of like getting something like yeah I don't want to get like an infection a, yeah so that's what I'm scared of if if I'm yeah off. God, I'm getting so I know I just like divulged everything there so but yeah I'm just, I don't <laughs> oh my God. yeah I don't. Yeah. Um, because I got tested for like anything that I might have. Yeah, it was like fifty dollars in total that I paid. My aunt's a nurse, and she highly recommends doing it through Planned Parenthood. Yeah, I highly recommend if you guys are thinking about it, thinking about Planned Parenthood while we're on here, go to Planned Parenthood, book an appointment. It's all confidential. No information will be disclosed. It's more affordable. And full disclosure, I got the I copper IUD, so it's like the best one out there. Mm-hmm. And the IUD that I got, it lasts for up to ten years. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about changing it. It's not the one I have is non-hormonal, so it doesn't mess with my hormones, which I appreciate. The only side effect is that it does make my periods so much more painful. Oh um, wow. Cramps suck, and I bleed a lot more than I used to. But then again, like I'm not gonna say how long my periods are, but <laughs> it's it's elongated that time frame for me than what it used to. Be. Yeah, my aunt has said too that because Planned Parenthood works on so many younger girls that they're actually better at putting it in than actual doctors because actual doctors use it usually give it to women 
who have already had kids. Yeah. So it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. So I recommend. Um, See, I've never had that whole phase, remember? You kind of did, though, I before mean, you met Hayden. Okay, I, three months of, like, <laughs> very, very, very small. Like, I, I'm trying to think. I did have, I was. Okay, guys, she's holding out on us. Because in an episode beforehand, she has said, I don't know when it was, if it was season one or season, or in the podcast recording with the T-Talk boys. But she said that during her whatever time on Tinder before she met Hayden, she had a friends with benefits situation. I did have a that friends counts. with benefits. That counts. Yeah, yeah. No, that stuff counts. But uh, embarrassing-wise, or like crazy hookup story, like it wasn't crazy. It was nice. Like honestly, my oh. friends with benefits was nice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. My friends with benefits She's was She's like lucky very, you. <laughs> um, it, it honestly was like really cool. And the only part about it that I cringe at is that we fucking made out the first time we kissed. No, yeah, was at Enzyme Peak. Like, oh. we hiked to Enzyme Peak at the night, and I was like, oh, my God, really? Here? You guys made out there? Yeah. And then of I all places. I know, right? Literally, like, make-out spot. Yeah. Um, but then we went to a Subaru. Cliche. I know. That's why. That's why. I was, I was like, oh. But it was okay, because then we went to a Subaru and, like, did shit there. But um, embarrassing hookup. Let's see. Hold on. Are you going to – you have this in your notes? She's like, I have no, notes. No, no, no. <laughs> I was opening my phone to look at the outline. References. <laughs> okay, craziest hookup story or stories. So, this doesn't, I don't count this as a hookup because we didn't have sex or anything, but, because this goes back to eighth grade. This is just like a, I don't even know if it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just a sexual story. Okay. Oh, actually, okay, all right. Let me just talk about a couple seconds. She stories. keeps talking it down. No, she doesn't get to the point. I'm going to have to edit this part until I get to it. Um, okay, anyway, so we'll start with eighth grade first. So, in eighth grade is when I gave my first blowjob, oh. right? Yeah, I was 13 years old. First of all, I would take the bus home. Never needed to take the bus home, but I would. I would lie and say that I was on stage crew helping with the school play. Oh, I did that too. Yeah, because <laughs> he was on stage crew. So, like, we would stay after school, and then we would take the late bus home. And I got off, like, three stops before my stop to get out and walk with this kid. Give him a blowjob. Jesus So, Christ, it, so. Started, it started with, like, just innocent stuff, and then, you know, it turned into that. But the weird embarrassing part funny part whatever about it is that i gave him a blowjob with a condom on (laughs) (laughs) we were in eighth grade okay so i was like yeah i'll stick your dick in my mouth but not fully not raw (laughs) not for real (laughs) dental dam It's not real. There's a condom. I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. See, I told you we're being really honest here. Um, Again, I was in eighth grade. Think of 13 yourself. You see, my cousin is 13 now, and I look at her, she's a baby. I'm like, you better fucking not. Like, are you kidding me? But anyway, so, you know, I was thinking, like, okay, for the first time, I want protection. It wasn't, and it wasn't because I thought, like, I didn't think. Protect my mouth. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you know? oh, yeah. So that's why I, I wasn't dumb enough to think, like, oh, I can get pregnant this way. It wasn't that, okay? People don't think that. She was just um, grossed out. I was grossed yeah. out by, like, yeah. Oh, I agree. It's a, it's a dick, guys. Come on. And so, anyway. Um, They're scary. It's so funny, though, because I always questioned why are condoms flavored? You know? Mm-hmm. Why are they flavored? I don't, I don't know. know. But, hello, I they worked for me. So, like, I experienced why they were flavored. So yeah. 
Well, and there's like different like sensations to them and yeah. stuff like that. Like I get the sensations, but yeah, the flavor part was weird. Anyway, so we we would do that a lot. Um, he was actually <laughs> he was actually my first real kiss too, Aww. like my first makeout kiss and everything, um, which is hilarious because I gave him a blowjob before we ever kissed. Like oh, oh okay. yeah, because we we would play like nervous. If you, I don't know if you guys know what that game is, but in middle school, everyone was fucking Oh, dirty. yeah. And it was where you would, like, touch someone on the shoulder, and you'd be like, are you nervous? And they'd be like, no. And then you'd start moving other places. Are you nervous? Anyways, it started with that. God, teenagers were so horny. Yeah. And then it turned into, you know, blowjob. And it was funny because, like, then he he's the one that reached in to get start making out with me. And I was like, no. And he was like, why? And I was like, because I, I, like, I don't know how to do it. He was like, it's okay. You just move your tongue around. I was like, huh? oh, my God. Anyways. That's literally what everybody tells you the first literally, time. Literally, they're just like, yeah. So I was like, what? But, um, I mean, it gets better with practice, but. Yeah, oh, yeah. And some people still are shitty, you know? Like, oh, yeah. There's shitty kissers out there. Come on, grow up. But, um, anyway, so that's just kind of like a little crazy story. And then, not even crazy, it's just kind of funny and embarrassing, I guess. I don't find it embarrassing, but <laughs> something goes with. In college, my first year of college, me and my thing at the time, we would go into the handicap um, restroom. <laughs> in the community college because it was like singular you know and lock it and we would like do shit in there and like have sex and stuff in there Evelyn <laughs> so I don't know is that like crazy I don't know I always thought that was like kind of normal oh girl I've done it like literally everywhere in West oh ooh. I just said oh ooh, like yeah. in high school yeah dang the secret stairs I bet there's a lot of people that did stuff in I never did in the secret okay, good, stairs at least you weren't like no I used like the bathroom the nice bathrooms? Yeah, the auditorium one time. That was weird. Oh, wow. People do it in the movie theaters and stuff. And I don't know if I could do that. I did it outside my childhood home once. We did it in the parking lot. We got caught by security one time. That Ooh. was awful. Okay, I would go across <laughs> the street in the parking lot of West and do stuff there. Oh. That was stuff. Or park at a park. Yeah. I see. I can't relate to you. I'm a, God, I, I don't know how I feel about disclosing this. I'm going to be honest. I didn't lose my V-card until later. I actually lost it in college. I didn't really lose it in high school. I guess it was like a good Catholic school girl. I, I didn't lose it in, in high school either. In all technicality, I, like, I was with a guy for the first time when I was 18. Yeah, I was 18. Oh, okay. yeah. Maybe 19. I lost it like later, like in college. I didn't lose it in my high school. And I was always kind of like, not, I guess embarrassed, yeah, because I was like, oh, everybody else is doing it and I haven't. And that's how yeah. I felt for a little um, bit. But I have no regrets like, who I lost my V-card to, who it was with, and all that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that it's better if you don't do it, like, when you're so young because you're able to process your emotions better. I don't know. But that's just me. I think it all – yeah, it all just depends. I I was in college, too. It was my first year of college. It was – I was 18. It was the winter time. <laughs> I remember the exact She's day. She's like, winter's coming. <laughs> it was December 28th. GOT fans will know what that means. Yeah. Yes. Winter's coming, yes. Um, but yeah, no, I was, yeah, because I kind of felt that way too a little bit, because <laughs> even though I didn't lose my virginity until I was 18, I had pretty much done almost everything else. else. Yeah. Like, I had been full-on, like, nude with a dude, you know, and mm-hmm. had done, like, basically everything else. Um, we just never actually had sex. I mean, I was with my ex one of my ex-boyfriends for four years all through high school all through his high school experience all through mine and it's like we didn't have sex because we actually were saving it for marriage because we thought we were gonna get married after like that was the plan oh my heart 
Like, mm-hmm. we, it was, like, our plan, and then I broke up with him my senior year, <laughs> like, the middle of my senior <laughs> then year. Then you broke his heart. <laughs> I, I broke his heart. He's married now, I'm happy, and so I'm, ha- I'm proud of him, and I'm happy for him. People always are like, you guys never had sex? You dated that long, you didn't have sex? I'm like, no. But, but we did do all the other stuff, so it's fine. <laughs> we did all the other stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, I was 18 when I lost it. I was 18 when I was with a guy. But, like, a lot of people were because I was with a Being with a girl in high school, a lot of people were just like, oh, technically you haven't done it. So, like, when I was in high school for the longest time, I, like, always felt, like, behind. Wait, are you bisexual? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bet. She dated a girl for two two years? Two and a half. Two and a half years. And I had dated girls before that, too. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. see. I completely forgot until she just mentioned it. We yeah. weren't recording. She re- she mentioned it a little bit ago, and I was like, oh, shit. Because she's, you know, dating a boy now. And I was like, oh, my God, I totally forgot you were bisexual. Yeah. From, like, middle school all the way up until my senior year. Respect. Senior year. Respect. Mm-hmm. We're sex positive here. Where you respect all genders what, and sexual orientations and all that. <laughs> There's this girl that always turns me on. Really? Yeah, we'll disclose it in just a bit, because she's so hot. I hot. do not know that. <laughs> she's really hot. God, I'm going to get called out. I'll show you what she looks like. You'll get it. You'll see. You'll see. Actually, let me just I show you what see. she looks like. Hold on. Yeah, I want to see, Let me just too. show you what she see, looks like, because she's so hot. Fuck. I, I can look at a girl for sure and be like, oh, yeah, she's fucking, like, beautiful, you know? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty straight. I feel like I'm straight. Like, uh, I don't know. That's so weird to say, I'm, though. I'm like, straight. I love dick. But if I had the chance to s- sleep with this woman, yeah. I would take it 100%. Yeah, see, I feel like I'm not that. I'm not that of, like, oh, I would take a chance. But I can appreciate and be like, right? damn. Okay. She's hot. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, yeah. She, see, she's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. She's someone that I would, I would look at and be like, damn, like, she's God beautiful, has favorites. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah. You're right? Uh, guys, how would you not? I mean, I would. Not. I want to. <laughs> but she's like, how would you not? I'm like, I, I would not. <laughs> but she's engaged, so. Um, oh, what a change! I know. I, I identify as straight, mm-hmm. and I am attracted to men. But every now and again, I see a beautiful woman, and I'm like, wow. I, yeah, I'd want to do that. <laughs> I I don't, want, but I don't want to be in a relationship with a woman. That makes um, sense. Like, I want to just have the sexual experience. Like, the curiosity? Yeah. I'm um, bi-curious, not bi-fluid. That's what it okay, is. Okay, curious Bi-curious. I'm, yeah. Not bi-fluid. A lot of, I know a lot of people that are bi-curious. Yeah, I'm bi-curious. I'm not bi-fluid. But I like to be with a woman sexually. But I don't want to be in a relationship. Have you? No. No. <laughs> I... People like, now, people are listening now. No, like, Ooh. I've had opportunities presented, but I don't like them. I'm not attracted to them. Yeah. And um, one was, like, super shady. So I was like, I'm not fucking with that. But I feel like, I don't know, because I want to go to Europe. And I feel like that's probably where it's going to happen. I don't mm. know. I just have a feeling. So when I know, when you go to Europe, I'm going to be like, <laughs> Steph. Yeah. Like, or if, the week. Right. Or <laughs> it doesn't happen with the girl. I just bet. I'm going to be, <laughs> I don't know, some European dude. Hey, oh, what's dude. Up? European dudes. Come on. They're hot. Yes, they fucking are. Yes. But uh, I'm just by curious. I'm not by blue, but by curious. But, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people have told me before, like, you know, everyone's bi-curious, but I, I don't I don't think so because I've never been bi-curious at all. And I've, I've actually had, like, one of my old roommates used to, when she was drunk, she used to try to kiss me and, oh. like, make out with me. And, and I was like, no, like, anytime. And I've had a few times where actually a couple girls 
um, when we've been out dancing, clubbing, drinking, whatever, some, some girls try to like kiss me. And I know it's like a friendly thing sometimes too. You know, a lot of girls will like kiss their friends on oh, lips. Yeah. I'm like, no, like don't, don't kiss me. I don't want to kiss you. I don't want you it to It makes touch. you uncomfortable. It makes me really uncomfortable. And it's like, I, I don't know why. Um, it's just maybe that's just my- you're just not comfortable yeah, with that. I'm fine. just, yeah. It's yeah. interesting. I think sexuality is something that should be disclosed more open because you, I think, yeah. Wait, real quick, I want to say, it doesn't make me uncomfortable seeing other people do it. I want to clarify that. It's just like if someone were to do that to me, I get uncomfortable. Same. I wouldn't do it if I'm not attracted to her. If I don't find her hot, sexy, or attra- I don't want to kiss her. And I don't just kiss random friends. Well, I that's just that. like with guys, too. It's like if you're not attracted to them, you're not going to want to Yeah, you just yeah. don't want to do shit. If you're not attracted to the person. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, going yeah. back to the story, because I didn't give you all my hookup stories, because that's a lot. stories, a lot. A lot's happened. I do want to give a disclosure. Guys, I just wrapped up my hookup phase and I just am starting to cut ties with all the fuck buddies I have from that hookup phase that doesn't mean that this summer like I'm gonna get my hot girl summer on you know the streets are calling my name x y and z and I had said oh yeah I'm open to dating and some people gave me shit because they're like you can't date and hook up at the same time fuck you yes I can I can do both but disclosure on that so this also, is you don't have to be having sex to have a hot girl summer just throwing it out there that's true but I'm just saying, I might be shaking some ass. <laughs> don't don't be afraid to come up. She's getting a new roster going. Yes, there we go. Okay, <laughs> random, crazy, weird ones. Okay, so you know the one that comes to mind is the one that you were talking about, the ones that your friends said talk about those chumps or whatever. Oh yeah, shout out one to pump. shout out to Senor Big Booty Danny who wants to talk about one pump chumps. <laughs> Stephanie. Is this a one pump chump story? This is a one chump story. One uh, chump. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, so he looked really good in his pictures, guys. I was using Tinder. I've used Tinder. I don't use the dating profiles to date anymore. I learned my lesson, so I just use them to hook up. I do consider myself to be a fuck boy, just as a girl. Fuck girl. Yeah, and yeah. I don't get attached. I really don't. I just want good sex, and that's it. A, a quick, you know, um, just dip it in my mouth. Anyways, but um, we had been actually setting this up for him and me to like hook up like for a while. And the first time we were going to do it, we didn't do it because he had gone snowboarding. And I was like, okay, next time, blah, 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 blah. So the next time we did it, or no, the next time we planned it out, I was at a girl's night with a friend. And I was like, okay. And I had wine and cheese. And you know where the wine goes, girl. Yeah. You know where the wine oh, yeah. goes. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, oh, bet. Okay, this is going to be good. So I... To be fair, I don't know if all my hookups are, are always going to be down to go down on me, but it's appreciated. But anyways, moving forward, <laughs> he didn't want to, I think he lived with his parents, so we didn't like meet up at his place. He booked us a hotel. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't pay for shit during these hookups. Like, they did everything. So he paid for a hotel, and it was like close to my house, like five minutes away, and I was like, okay, cool. And so I met him there. And so you, I have an image of what this boy looks like on Tinder. Oh, no. And then, like, in person, it's not that he wasn't attractive. Okay. He was just shorter. He was short. Um, my expectations are low when it's Tinder dates, though. Okay. I mean, Tinder hookups, because I'm like, uh, it's not what I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, as long as the sex is good and whatever. So he was cute. We made out. And then... You know, I mean, you just jump to it, right? Foreplay, he did go down on me. And I was like, oh, okay. He didn't do the best job. <laughs> this guy listening right now is like, wait, I booked a hotel room and I went snowboarding and had to cancel. He's like, fuck. He's like, I thought my game was A1. He could have done better. And um, 
Uh, yeah, I sucked his dick and then got the condom on and he goes in and nothing. It didn't last long. It went oh, really no. quick. And he was like done. And then he was like, I'm sorry, I'm just not used to doing this. Um, like he's not used to hooking up and blah, 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 blah. Oh. And I was like, has it been a hot second since yeah, you've had like, sex? Like you didn't even last, dude. Less than a minute. I'm telling you, less than a minute. He was oh, in there, no. and he came so quick. And I was like, I know I'm hot, but yeah. fuck. But damn, <laughs> like, like, at least give me yeah. something. Yeah, I was like, that was like three thrusts, and that was it. Three <laughs> thrusts? <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah, I was expecting that. And I was like, I know I got, I know I got that. I know. I know I, know I, got, I got, got that skills. good. You know, you know, a good <laughs> kitty cat. But... Who could have gone longer, you know? And anyways, that was that. And so I was like, And yeah. the whole hotel room for that. I know. Oh, yeah. oh, man. I know. That could have been, you're at a hotel room. You're not at your place. You're not at anywhere. You could have been fucking loud. Mm-hmm, you could have mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. wild. And it finished in less than a minute. Oh, I'm wait, serious. such poor sports about it because afterwards they're like, oh, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so then like rally, bud. we Let's chilled play. and we talked and I was like, okay. And then he, I was like, do you want to go like again? Do you want to try again? He's like, yeah, okay. Bitch, he couldn't um, get hard. No, because he was like, he's like, I'm tired. He's like, no, he hit you with the I'm tired. You guys yeah. are little bitches when you say that shit. He's like, you know, like sorry. He's like, it Not takes sorry. a lot of energy out of us <laughs> no. guys when we come. And I was like, oh my god. I hate that excuse. I like, know. And like, it takes us forever, and you think that we're just gonna give up? I know. And I was like, okay. <sighs> when we were gonna try to like go again, and like I was helping him get his dick up, I was sucking his dick, right? Also, need to say this guy's dick was nasty. It oh no! Nasty. No no no! And so, like, I hate that. I hate um, gross Because he left the condom on for like a little bit after he came, and then like for a little bit, oh. he didn't throw it out right away. And I was like, oh fuck! And then he left, like took it out like maybe a minute or two later. Let's take a shower real quick. <laughs> You're like, we're in a hotel room. And like, I sucked his dick, and like even beforehand, the first time before he even put the condom on, it was still kind of gross. And so I was like, I wasn't trying to like. Ugh, gag, you know, because I was yeah. like, it's nasty. You weren't trying to give him the full-on menu. I know, and I was like, no, but I didn't want to gag because it was gross. Oh, God. I know, and so that's the whole thing. And then after that, he's like, I'm not getting hard. He's like, I'm too tired, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, great, because your dick is gross, and you're not <laughs> lasting, and I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, okay, well, in that case, I think I'm just going to head out. I don't really want to spend the night if that's okay. And he's like, okay. And so I like grabbed my shit and left. I didn't text or message him back. I mean, he's still in my Snapchat contacts. He's still on there. Yeah, and they like okay. I'm not saying I got skills, but I'm just saying like all these men be checking out my shit. So, mm-hmm. what can I say? <laughs> but there's that one. PSA for men: Please clean your. I would yes. I was gonna clean say that. Dick. Okay, yeah. I've talked to people about that, and like guys, guys are gross. Most yes. the majority of guys are just fucking disgusting. They do not take care of themselves. They do not clean themselves correctly. So if you're listening to this, boys, like, question yourself right now. Like, oh, do I wash my dick? Please wash your dick. If you're going into a hookup, don't be like, oh, yeah, I showered, like, yesterday morning. No. No. You need a fresh shower. <laughs> yes. If you showered that morning and then you went out and did stuff and you, like, played ball with the boys, go take a shower. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally, because 
Yeah, it's it's so fucking gross. There's so many um, ugly dicks out there too. If you if it's ugly, I'm sorry, you can't control that, so that's okay. <laughs> but the least you can do is keep it clean. Yes. And like, if you want a good dick sucking, just clean your dick. Yeah. I promise you, we will appreciate it, and we will give you what you want. <laughs> so that that was one of them. My other hookup embarrassing story was also kind of like the same thing. So he was like a military dude from. He was, like, here for a little bit. He's actually from, like, San Francisco, I think. San Francisco, San Diego. He's from Cali. And so he was, like, here for a bit and to his hotel room. And we... <laughs> I don't remember what we were doing. <laughs> um, I know we were, like, drinking wine and all that. And then I think we were watching, like, Marvel WandaVision. Like, oh, the yeah. last episode. Oh, so this is recent. Yeah, this was very recent. We were watching, like, the last one. I had already seen it, but he had it. And so I was like, yeah, 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 we can watch it playing in the background, blah, 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 blah. I think I'm very ballsy when this just comes to hookups. Because I, I, you know, like, I know what I to would expect. Be. yeah. Like, versus dating, I'm a nervous wreck. But hookups, I'm like, I got this. I'm just here to fuck you, and that's it. In and out. Yeah, quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, so we started making out, and... He started fingering me, the foreplay, all that. He did not go down. Did he? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He did not go down. I did suck his dick. And we were, like, going at it. I think I was riding him, or he was behind me. I don't remember. One of those two, but no, I think I was riding him. But then, like, somewhere in between riding him, he, like, pushed me off and said, like, I can't. I'm tired. He's like, I'm too old. And I, his dick what? was still up. And I was like, what? And he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I'm just tired right now. I was like, but your dick is still up. And he's like, I know. And I was like, what? And so, like. Do you think that maybe he was, like, getting close and he, like, didn't want an accident? He had a condom on. Oh. Yeah. It was weird. I've done before where, like, guys will get close and they're literally, like, fucking... yeah no i don't know um because he hadn't came yet and he pushed me off and he said like and he just (laughs) sitting there with his dick up i'm like okay he's like i'm tired we're done (laughs) and like his dick's still up and i was like oh i don't know what to do in this situation so what happened um we kind of, like, made out, but it just was weird because, like, his dick is still up. <laughs> I don't really know what to do. And so I was like, um, I'm sorry. And then I guess I was like, I'm sorry. Like, your dick's still up. Like, did you want to go again? Or did you, like, are you, do you want to change positions? Like, because I don't know how I feel about making out with you knowing your dick is up. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, weird. We this part already. Yeah. And he's like. He's like, yeah, I guess we can change positions. And I was like, that's so weird. Right? And so that, that was like. Uh, Did he finish? Eventually, yeah. After he changed positions. <laughs> but I was like. He was probably like, that was weird. I should, I should rectify this. Oh, my God. It was weird. I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, so that's one of them. But the other, like, not. I don't know if it's embarrassing, but um, I guess, like, the last ones were, like, one guy wasn't over completely over his ex, and I had come over to his apartment. Ooh, I think you told me this one. Yeah, he dropped his like he dropped the, his ex's name like four or five times. I, that, that was a sign, you know. And yeah. I should I should have heeded it, but I didn't. And so 
right when we're about to do something, he's like, yeah, I can't do this. And oh. it's going to get hard. And so, so irritating. And so I was like, okay. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry. He's like, um, I think you should go. And I was like, yeah. say less. Say less. I'm out the door. You're like, I Bye. think I should go too. Yeah, I was like, thanks for wasting my time. But for a hot second, I was like, kind of like the ride home, I was like, was it me? Was it me? And I was like, no, the fuck it wasn't me. Like, dumbass boy. Like, <laughs> if you're not ready to fuck around, don't say you're ready to you're, fuck around. Yeah. That goes for girls and guys. Yeah. yeah. There, I actually have come in contact with some catfish guys. Um, there was this guy who was using his brother's profile. What? That's oh, fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was using his brother's profile. But I had asked him to send me a picture of him, and he did. But he told his brother to take the No, that's, that's, uh, oh, that's, that's, that's awful. Level. Yeah, and so when I showed up to the apartment, I was, like, so confused. And I'm like, um, Did you just leave? Please tell you? me you just left. I did, but after I was like, oh, you look so different from your profile picture. And he's like, oh, he's like, technically, like, while we're walking to his room, he's like, oh, he's like, technically, that's my brother. And I was like, oh, um, <laughs> why didn't you just, weren't you, why weren't you just honest? He's like, He's like, we basically look the same. I was like, no, the fuck you don't. Yeah. I was like, you you're look like, where's like your brother? I'll fuck him. You, yeah. <laughs> well, his brother had a girlfriend. Um, I was like, you look like you're going through puberty, dude. And your brother looks like he already went through puberty. Plus the shadiness, the lying yeah. kind of turns you the off. The deceitfulness. You know? So I was like, yeah. And then like right where, right where we're on this floor, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I'm sorry. I can't do this. And he's like, oh, okay. He, like, he was like kind of confused. And I was like, yeah, I can't do this. I was like, I'm sorry. You know, have a good night. And then yeah. I left. And then I was like, he must have, like, done this before to think he was going to get away with it. Yeah. You know? And I was like, girls, if if it's not what you signed up for, walk out. Yeah. Don't stay. Leave. And Bitch, so, leave. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get that bread. Just leave. <laughs> yeah. Don't get that bread. Just leave. Don't get that dick. Just leave. So that was the other one. So, yeah, crazy random hookup stories. Not all of them have been great, but some of them have been fucking amazing. The sex. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah, yeah. This is super random, but you mentioned earlier you were talking about background noise and stuff. Is there ever been a time where, like, you guys notice something really weird playing in the background, like on TV? No. Like while you're having sex or something? Yeah. Like, sometimes I've been to hookups and, like, people will play stuff, and I'm like, why the hell? Like, I went to a hookup one time. And we were in his room, and he literally turned on Bill Nye the Science Guy. No, he did <laughs> not. Yes. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah. Bill, Bill. While you're in the back end. T minus <laughs> 10, <laughs> 9, 8. He had the audacity to be like, have you ever seen this before? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in my seventh grade science class. You want me to think of fucking Mr. Snow while we're having sex right now? Jesus. Uh-huh. As you should. As you should. Just kidding, don't do that. No, I I control what's in the background, so it's not weird. And then you asked if there was anything ever weird playing in the background. Yeah. Right? Nothing ever weird like Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> but um, with my friends with benefits, we there were, we would have American Horror Story playing in the background, and I feel like sometimes I'd be worried because oh, there's someone dude. fucking like dying, you know, yeah. and shit, and we're like doing stuff, and so that I just that just came to mind. When I was in middle school once, uh, when I was with this girl. We did it to Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Colors of the wind yeah, playing. In the background, just, you know. That's hilarious. But, like, really good hookup stories. Uh, there was this guy, also recent. 
I, I just wanted to have sex, but he's like, let's go out on a date first. And I was like, okay, oh, that's okay, nice. Okay, I guess. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. I was like, whatever. I get it. Because, like, some guys, like, like girls, like, you want to make sure you trust the guy and not. Yeah. That's how I am. You know? So, like, I get it. And so we met up at this, it's like a bar in an arcade somewhere. Quarters. I think so, yeah. I love quarters. Oh, yeah. So we met up there and we did bowling and then we played um, pool. Oh, because I had messaged him before because he's like, we should go to a bar or something. And, like, at the time, COVID restrictions are different now, but at the time, like, bars were still closed very early, and so there wasn't yeah. anything available. And, like, he lives pretty far. I live here. I think he lives in, like, Spanish Fort. Oh, yeah. So I was like, we can find something in between, you know, halfway. And then, because I was like, worst case scenario, I was like, we meet halfway and get a hotel room. Yeah. Because I was like, I just, I just I'm just here for the sex. And then he was like, you know, insisted on, on going out on a date. So we met at quarters, hung out. And then I thought I thought it was that. I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. I was like, oh, okay, it was a date. And then he's like, so, and I think it was like one or one or two in the morning. And then he was like, so did you still want to go to the hotel room? And I was like, what? He's like, You're yeah. like, bet. And I was like, yeah, I said bet. I was like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so, oh, but crazy stuff crazy thing was like that all the hotels we were trying to get were um booked supposedly booked but i uh, found out later that uh, hotels stopped taking reservations after a certain time mm. so after like 3 a.m or something or 2 a.m they start yeah they yeah reservations and so they tell you like they're booked when they're not anyways we found one and got the hotel room yeah we put that hotel room to our advantage we used really? every part of it oh yeah oh hell yeah so yeah. it was good yeah the sex was amazing i'm telling you it was really good so he, he took you out on a date and had great sex yeah and he went down on me shout out to motherfucking him yeah he did really good what wow. like he, thorough i'm thorough. Ex- i'm impressed thorough work down there mm. i was appreciative um we fucked for a very 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 long time it was almost like six or seven in the morning Ooh. I know. And he wanted to keep going. And you were like, I'm tired. <laughs> no, I would want to, but I... Had to be somewhere? I need to go back home to my parents' house. <laughs> they're not used to me being out so late. That's true. So I was like, look, dude, if I was not living at home, I would be fucking you all day. I would be here all day. Say like less. brunch and then go. Yeah, like... Your little pause to eat? Yeah, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you and me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I live with parents, so I couldn't do that. And so I got home so late. Um, got home, like, around 8 or 7.30 in the morning. But, yeah, we were going at it for a while. Shout out to Spanish Fort guy. Yeah, but. Is he still on your list? He is. He still checks my shit out, yeah. But here's the thing. I told him, like, a couple weeks later, a couple weeks later after that, or, like, maybe one or two weeks, I had told him, like, hey, like, because I told him, like, I, just want, I wanted, like, mm-hmm. I just want fuck buddies. I'm not really looking to date. He said the same thing. He's like, you're a cool girl. He's like, but, yeah, he's like, I don't really want to do a relationship. And I was like, at the same time, I was like, I don't want to do a relationship either. You live really far. I don't want to do the drive. Blah, 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 blah. You know? Yeah. So he's like, yeah, cool. He's like, yeah, we can do, like, we can fuck around, meet halfway, all that, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so then I messaged him, and I was like, hey, like, are you free this weekend? Da, 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 da. And he's like, oh, I'm actually going out of town to Las Vegas with friends. This weekend? Like, no, no. Oh, like, recently? This was when we, yeah, a while ago. So he said, he told me that, and I was like, okay, have fun, blah, 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 blah. And I just never hit him up again, because I was like, I'm not going to beg somebody to have sex with me. Yeah. Right. Like, it is what it is. Like, you know how to contact me. <laughs> you have my number. He'll hit you Snapchat. up. Exactly. And he's going to hear this episode. At the so same like, time, no. like, at the same time, like, I, I, I have a thing, like, I don't want to be anybody's booty call. Like, I like to have 
You like to be the one that have booty calls. Exactly. I don't want to be anybody's booty call. And that's how it's been. And I don't know. It's kind of empowering. Um, oh, I bet. So, yeah. Those are my hookup stories. The ones that are, like, very significant um, moments. There's, like, others. But those are, like, the most recent. and The most weird most weird ones, for sure. <laughs> so, going back to, like, the hookups and all that. This is probably... You guys probably know by now. I recently dyed my hair. It was just something I wanted to do. I actually talked about this season one with Anna Jenny. Mm-hmm. And I said, like... I don't know if it was with Anna Jenny or if it was with you. But I said, like, I wanted to dye my hair. And I was going to do lavender. But I was like, that's a little too bold. I'm gonna go a little bit <laughs> less bold. So I did like kind of caramel blonde, sort of, you know? Highlights? I think you should do They're the essentially blending, it's not necessarily highlights. I think you should do the lavender. Um, I'm not ready. I don't think my, my job allows me to go that far. But there's like those temporary like color dyes that you can yeah. do, so I might do that. Lavender, but yeah. I've done purple, it's pretty. But anyways, so I recently dyed my hair because I wanted to. It was something I've been wanting to do for a while. I'm 25, I've never dyed my hair before. And I was like, it's only for a temporary time. And I was like, I think summer is the best time to do it because, you know, it's a good time, fun time. And so I was like, I want to try new things and da-da-da-da. I also think this year for me personally has been a lot a lot about um, closing old chapters, starting new chapters, a growth. lot of self-growth. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, like a new hair, new dog, new bitch, who this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm out here matching my dog now. I know. <laughs> You know how they say like owners look like, or dog yeah. dogs look like their owners? Yeah. Yeah, me and Coda be looking like twins now. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyways, I was telling these ladies, like, guys, I don't know why, but all these men are like sliding into my DMs and have been hitting me up and like, you know, complimenting my hair like nonstop. And I was like, I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know what's going on. I was like, this guy I dated back in November is also now in my DMs. Guy, A guy that... I don't know if I told you, but this guy, this thing was going on. He was just not the right one. It was just a lot of bullshit. But anyways, he's looked at my shit, and this was, like, 40 years ago, and he's up in my business now. So I'm like, all these men, I don't know, me dyeing my hair was all of a sudden, like, a beacon call. So I don't know what the fuck was going on, but y'all should explain. It's, it's like, literally, like, yeah. It's, it's like a new you. Uh-huh. So literally. <laughs> They're like, oh, I did this once, but maybe it's different now. <laughs> 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 They're but maybe, you know, maybe when, or no, when Stephanie told me, she was like, oh my gosh. She's like, ever since I dyed my hair, she didn't even have to finish the sentence. I was like, people are sliding in your DMs. She's like, yep. I'm like, uh-huh, because it's a thing. And this is coming from someone who does her hair a lot or often, and I've had bold colors like blue, greens, purples, pinks, all that. And when I get my hair done, people slide in the DMs. They they look at it, and they're like, ooh, shiny, ooh, new, ooh, pretty. Like, they're like, wow. And honestly, I think another part of it, too, is because when you do get your hair done or something like that, you feel good about it. So you emit that, like, energy and that confidence, and that also attracts people. Yeah. So... It's an, yeah, it's an interesting thing. You also made a good point earlier. You were mentioning a lot of guys think that it's like a... Get closer to oh, the she, mic. Oh, she's going through like a crisis. Oh, yeah. She's life-changing. I mean, because people do. We, people do have, a, you know, like a meltdown and they're like, I'm going to change my hair. Like, that's a 100% thing. Not for everyone, but it is. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, a lot of guys may see that and be like, oh, she's she's going through shit right now. Let me slide in the DMs and see if it's I, easier. I had, like, super long hair for the longest time. And when I cut my hair, that was the first thing that I noticed is a lot of people were like, oh, how's life going? And like, how are you? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'm fine, guys. Like, I'm not losing my shit. It's not a Britney moment. I just, like, cut my hair. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Full disclosure, I'm not going through shit. Oh, well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe. No, I just... <laughs> 
I want to disclose, um, this episode is actually going to come out a lot later, but we're recording the week, uh, the week that episode five is coming out. And that was when episode five did not come out. And so it might seem like, oh, it actually kind of seems a little bit ballsy. Like, I know it kind of came across as ballsy because I said, like, I'm kind of haven't been in the best place mentally, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. So it might come across like that, but not really. Like, this is something I've been thinking about for a while. It was planned. I'm, I'm not going through shit. But even if I were, like, doesn't mean slide into my DMs. <laughs> just means just because I'm having a crisis doesn't mean I need some dick. I don't. I don't need you. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> but I'll contact you. <laughs> my people will reach your people. Yeah. yeah. Find but, the people she needs, Evelyn. <laughs> hey, <laughs> my Evelyn will reach out to you. <laughs> like you know my co-host. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me tell you. Her schedule open. Her DMs open. Just Her kidding. legs. Oh! <laughs> that was good. Uh, depends who you are. Yeah, it depends who you are. Legs are selective. <laughs> That's funny. Open for business hours, only for selective customers. That's funny. Oh, she spicy. But but yeah. So I just thought that was like I, I was so so surprised because I was like that's never happened. You know what? That's interesting because this is your first time dyeing your hair and so or coloring your hair. And so the, the, just the fact that it kind of proved that that's a thing because you brought it up. And I, again, you didn't even have to say, you didn't yeah. have to finish oh, yeah. the sentence. And I was like, I instantly knew because it's like the, that just reminded me. Yeah, the first time that I ever colored my hair was first year of college because I was 18 now. And because my parents never let me do it in high school. So the first time I colored my hair was in first year of college. And there was this boy that I was trying to get his attention, and he was being really distant, and it was so annoying. But anyway, so I, the day I completely, my hair was brown. It was like a chocolate brown, because I didn't dye it, but I was using this, like, sun, sun in thing oh, yeah. that, like, makes, yeah. the sun makes it lighter. Anyways, um, I dyed my hair black, like, back to my natural color, but then had blue highlights all throughout it. And I walked into our our college English class that we had together, and he saw me, and I, instead of sitting next to him, like I always would, I sat in the front, different hair. I felt so fucking good. And he, like, I remember turning around to, like, look at something the teacher was saying or the professor was saying, and he was trying to get my attention. He was, like, waiting, trying to be like, like, hey. And mm-hmm. after class, I just walked out. Instead of waiting for him, instead of trying to talk yeah, to him, like, I just, you. yeah, I just walked out. And he ran up to the hallway and caught up to me and was like, hey. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, why, you little shit? Like, why do you do that? And a good thing that you mentioned, too, to kind of, like, uh, keep an eye on this sort of thing is you were talking about how when you get your hair done, you have more confidence in mm-hmm. yourself. And people notice that. I have – I look at my insights a ton for my business on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And oh. I started looking at, like, my personal page just out of curiosity. And – like, my regular life posts, like, me with my friends or me with my cats mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like, get the usual, like, 50 or so likes. Yeah. My hair posts, when I change my hair. Oh, yeah? When I post a selfie, those spike, like, oh, every yeah. person on my Instagram ever likes <laughs> Dude. It. And you're like, what is this trend? Dude, <laughs> I felt that the other day. All right, I, I gotta say, I felt that the other day because that's it's not just with hair, but it is so interesting how... Um, as a girl, you know, I mean, I don't know how it is on guys. They probably don't even look at that shit, honestly. Oh, no. But like, My as boyfriend a boyfriend hasn't been on his Instagram for like three years. Yeah. So as a girl, it's like, 
it is so funny to see it proven that when you are dolled up or Feeling you have more cleavage yeah. or something, your engagement spikes. No mm-hmm. wonder they say people like girls that are like half naked get a lot of engagement. But yeah. like, so like a few weeks ago, I posted this selfie. It's like a basic, I was laying in my bed. It was a basic selfie, but my makeup was done because I had done a photo shoot for myself. My makeup was flawless. Shout out to Brianna. Um, and then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw those Yeah, movies. and then I was wearing this low-cut shirt, which mm-hmm, I never mm-hmm. do. And Those boobies look nice. <laughs> I thought so, too. <laughs> I was like, yes. I was like, yeah, literally, and all it is, it's literally just like me laying down, smiling, looking at my makeup, and but I have my, my boobs are cut out. The girls are out. The girls are out. And holy shit, that engagement on that, on that post. Yeah was so many likes, so many comments. It was like, tw- I don't even know. But I was like, hmm, you know? I get more engagement on my business page if I post my face yeah. than yeah. if I post my work. Yeah. And so it's just re- it was just really interesting to see because it's like obviously all these people are seeing all your other posts, mm-hmm. but they're not interacting. But when it's something like that, something feeling yourself, something yeah. sexual, you something. Message. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get, it. it's so... It's just so fascinating. It was like a thirst trap without trying to be a thirst trap. I wasn't trying. I honestly just no, not you. Oh, my yeah. hair, but yeah, 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 yeah. But yours was a thirst trap. I was like, I feel like that's why small businesses are are thriving so much in this day and age is because people are so much more willing, like we are right now, to be open and and talk about themselves. Look, this is the picture. I did you see it? Oh, did you just look it up? <laughs> see, it's like you know which one. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Yeah, I knew exactly which one you were talking about. I, like, I know, because I like that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was like, yeah, she looked really good. Yeah. You looked really good. Thank you. See that? See what I mean? Like I said, I... It's but like, I liked it because you were saying, like, I liked it because you looked so confident and so yeah. happy with yeah. yourself. So I was like, that's... Yeah. And people were like, oh, damn. Or even when I did, um, I did, like, self-portraits a couple months ago for oh, the yeah. first time. Oh, super cute. And I felt yeah, those so... those are the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, I was like, ooh, I felt so good with those. And then people just mm-hmm. flew into my DMs. I mean, let's not be stupid. Like, yeah, I... If I... I will post pictures, like, in a bikini or a crop top and, like, post it on my social media, like, if I want guys' attention. Yeah. Because I know they're gonna, like, interact oh, with yeah. it. But... The hair was different. I wasn't trying with the hair. I was just, and like, it's my first time. I actually do feel a little bit self-conscious about it because I don't know how people are going to perceive it. Right. Because um, I like it, and then, but there's sometimes I'm like, oh, fuck. Who the fuck is that, you know? I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily me. See, and but, I get that way when my hair is short. Like, I had a mishap. Someone cut my hair. Oh. Shorter than I wanted. Ooh. So, like, my hair right now, like, is not me, it feels like, almost. Okay. So, I... I am a little more self-conscious about it. She said it right. She said it right. She's self-conscious about being (laughs) self-conscious. Or saying (laughs) self-conscious. But I've even said a thousand times, like, I want to get extensions because I miss my long hair. Yeah. yeah. It's only been, like, two days that I miss my, well, when this episode is being recorded. It's it's been a couple days, but I I do miss my natural hair color. But I don't hate this one either because I think it looks so pretty. You know, story of my life. I'm always like natural versus unnatural, and right now it's like, uh, it's like I'll, I'll go back. You're so brave. I've wanted to do my hair crazy colors forever. I yeah. I'll go back to my natural hair color, but this is only for the summer. It's a fun summer do, but yeah, it's good. I need know? to go back to my blue because I fucking miss it. I feel you my, keep posting about it. So I think you need yeah, to. Yeah, myself is like not even full blue, but like I feel most myself when I'm blue. If that makes any sense, like that color um, resonates. Blue. 
But Hayden plays that song, and it's funny because in that song he says, "I have a girlfriend, and she is so, so blue." blue. <laughs> and like people have called me before, like Little Blue, because I'm small, and it's like I always had my hair blue. Let's not let's not copyright, but you know. <laughs> oh my god, that little thing. It was hella off key, so I bet that was <laughs> No, we'll put it in the episode. But copyright, you but, know what song we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, but um, but no, yeah, I've done hella colors, but blue has always been like my my one that I keep continuously going back to, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it looks really good. Thank it looks you. good on you. Thank you. Lose your color for sure. Anyways, I guess, like, it's a good segue. This, I mean, it's all related, but so why do you guys think, like, hookup culture is such a thing? What's your take on it? I mean, we've talked about this a lot, I feel like, this season. But if I just feel like hookup culture, if it's done responsibly and there's communication between both parties, is 100% okay. Like, I don't judge you for it. I honestly think... A lot of people should have like a hoe phase or something similar to that, whatever you want to call it. So there is a lot of benefits to it, but I think it gets really bad or a lot of people get like a bad rep or look at it as a like there's a stigma around it because there's people that aren't honest or that are deceitful or, you know, lie. Like you said, you know, with that dude lying about catfishing you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so or people judging you. It's like, who gives a shit as long as you're being safe and you're honest and communicating like and single, you're fine. I feel like, too, you grow as a person a lot from it. Like, I personally was someone that, like, from middle school to even my first year after high school, I dated very religiously. Like, I was always with somebody. Mm. And it's not that, like, I couldn't be alone. It was just that, like, I felt better with somebody. Mm -hmm. And I had a very brief break between dating people and that was what I would call, like, my hoe phase. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even necessarily sleep with a lot of people, but I just kind of, like, dated around and talked to people. That's exactly on like me. Level. And yeah. I feel like I know more about myself from that short period than I did from the time that I was dating people. Yeah. I think people have, like, a stigma about hookups because they're like, oh, you're going through it because, like, you're trying to get over your ex or you're going through a crisis or yeah. X, Y, and Z. When... In reality, for me, it was honestly, like, um, I just had a sexual need. Yeah. And I just wanted to fulfill my sexual need. That's it. You just wanted to treat yourself. Right. Um, I also think, like, how everyone said it, and we talked about this on the episode with Terrell about what the hookup culture is, but I think people give it so much flack, and I think it's because they probably didn't have a good experience. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of deceitful lies, bad experiences that you can have. For yeah. sure. But I also think, like, you can control the way you're going to go through that. Like, to be honest, I've had good hope phases. I haven't had bad hope phases. And I think they're necessary for when you need them. Like you said, it, te- like, it can help you grow. You can learn new things. Like, like, you can learn new sex things. You can learn what you like and what you don't mm-hmm. like. I think it helps you socialize a little bit more, like, if you're, like, Whenever you're going to be dating, you're like, okay, like, I know how to approach the situation or I know what I want. And I just think for me as a woman, and I think more recently with my more recent hookup phases, but it was more, like, empowering, especially, like, this most recent one because I, like I said, I had a rough year in 2020. It wasn't the best, and I just wasn't feeling myself, but, like, going through this whole phase, like, it's very empowering to be like these. I'm turning these guys on. Like these guys want to be with me. Yeah. In that way, you know. It's, and I think everybody gets into like a 
quote hope days for a different reason like some people it is the breakup some people it's you know they just want to be by themselves or they're bored of being by themselves whatever reason you get into it but you also like being with different people intimately like that makes you learn what you do and don't like with your partners Mm -hmm. um and then also what you like as a person like when I was hooking up with different people in between relationships I started to notice like I like attention I like my the person that I'm with to like speak of me highly and Mm -hmm. in past relationships I didn't have that yeah I I like the ego boost I get from it I'm not gonna lie maybe TMI but the guys I've hooked up with are actually really attractive men really hot guys some of them are male models and uh, it's kind of a flex not gonna lie I'm like male models say less I mean I'll show you pictures but yeah I'm like okay I showed you one of them but I was like yeah but there's another one who's cuter did I show you him I don't know if I did you showed me the one that kind of wanted to okay yeah he's caught feelings that's a whole other story but (laughs) a different one who's like super uh he's good he's also very good sorry <laughs> going off topic but it's it's kind of for me it's been like an ego boost it's like a flex I don't know I just like feeling I'm very confident in myself now and I love the way I look and I love the way I am but to have somebody just get turned on so quick by you it's kind of I don't know it's kind of hot it's very it's just very ego I don't know it just boosts my ego because I remember like Okay, let's be honest. Being naked in front of a, somebody, it's very um, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it can be a little bit self-conscious. It is. <laughs> so, but the times I was, these guys would be, like, gasped, like, in, like, in awe. They'd be like, whoa. Like, wow. Like, wow, you're really hot. Wow, you're really sexy. And I'm like, fuck. Yes, I know, but <laughs> say it again. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I like the way I feel from it, but I don't need it. Yeah. But I just like it. I think that's a really natural thing. <laughs> Sorry, I almost hit you. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's a really natural thing for people to get, like, an ego boost from it, which is okay. You know, we all have an ego for a reason, and it's like there could be good and bad things with it. But, yeah, it, it's it's just nice when someone it's, – it's already nice when someone compliments you on mm-hmm. something innocent, you know? Like, you feel good about it. Someone's like, oh, I love your hair. You're like, oh, thanks. You know, it really brings out that serotonin. And so – yeah, if you're hooking up with someone and then you're thinking to yourself, like, damn, I turned this person on, like, me, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a good feeling. And honestly, even for even for me, like, yeah, I'm in a relationship, but there, I still have guys that slide in my DMs and or will, like, send, give me compliments and shit. And I'm like, even that little bit, I'm like, ooh, that makes me feel really fucking good, you know? Yeah. I'm like, it, it builds up your confidence and, and honestly, it's just such a nice thing to hear. I like to compliment people, too, and let them know, you know? Yeah. I just think it's an empowering thing as a woman. And yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, like, I think the girls who bash on it are probably girls who have dealt with fuck boys, and I get that. But you can totally flip the table around and take control of the situation. It's going to sound like an asshole thing to say. Don't let the guy control that part of you, too. Like, 
you can control the narrative. You can be the fuckboy. It doesn't have to be the other way around. Yeah, that's why I applauded Stephanie when she started telling me about her, like, phase that she was going through because it's like we have normalized it so much for men to do this, you know, but you don't really hear all the time about when a woman is the fuck girl. And honestly, that itself is kind of empowering. Again, she's being honest. She's being transparent with these dudes. She's telling them, I, I just want an in and out. And if they get attached, that's their fucking problem. It is, it is. It's sad, but it is. This is a good segue into the second question, the next question I had for you guys, because it was like, have you confronted any double standards during your hookup phase? And I have, because like, I've been told like, oh, you're meaning you're valued as a woman. Or you, like I, the one I said earlier, you can't hook up and date somebody at the same time. And I've been kind of like so annoyed because I'm like, first of all, it's 21st century. Mm-hmm. This is 2021. You can be the fuck boy. You can be the fuck, and I guess fuck girl. You can be the fuck boy. And it, at this point, like, I think at this point, like, we should all be sex positive and be like, yeah, as long as you're having safe sex, mm-hmm. um, it's all consensual. You're not hurting anybody. You're not, you know, yeah, you're not hurting anybody. You're both single. You're being honest. You're being honest about what you want and not, you know, pushing anybody's boundaries. It's completely fine. But yeah, those are the double I have met some double standards. It pisses me off. And then like another one is like, oh well now when guys see you like listening to the podcast because I think it's been happening a lot more recently, like you're talking so much so openly about sex, like guys are just gonna wanna sign into your DMs and just and, the, and what they're gonna think you're easy it's like that's not the case you know but that's what they've said and right like, that doesn't like just because i'm out here having a hoe face or just because i'm out here like having sex with random people like having one night stands does not mean that i'm an easy gal like i choose who i want to have sex you with, have and standards I chose who i wanted to have a one night stand with that doesn't mean i'm gonna do it consistently or with whoever just because you sign into my dms like who the fuck do you think you are dude yeah right well and i was in a situation once where i was i was at a party and i there was a guy that i really wanted to hook up with and at the time, he was, like, not paying me any attention, which is actually Bill, Bill Nye guy. <laughs> <laughs> not paying any attention. This was prior to us hooking up. And then I was drunk, and I was upset about it. So I decided to hook up with somebody else at the party just to kind of, like, get over the whole situation. And we went into the room, and I we were, like, in the middle of foreplay, and my drunk brain like kicked in and I was like oh I don't actually want to do this like I was just upset because he didn't want to see me like he wasn't paying attention to me so I wanted to make him jealous yeah so I decided I didn't want to do it and the guy in the room with me got really angry and was like well you were all for it just a second ago and I was like yeah but now I'm not yeah I can say no after I said yes and he uh he kept saying over and over to me, he was like, just just suck my dick, just suck my dick. And I was like, no, I don't want, want to. to. And he was like, are you fucking serious? And got, like, really angry. And I ended up leaving the room. And after that, like, I kind of thought to myself, like, oh, am I a bitch? Because, like, then I didn't want to do it. Like, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. Which, like, when you're younger, it's hard to say no to that. So I'm really glad that I was able to. But other girls have been in situations where they can't. And yeah. So it's, it's also okay to change your mind. Yeah. Yeah, because if a guy changes his mind... It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Nobody questions it. You walk it. out and never hear anything of it yeah, again. Yeah, he'd be like, no, nah, I don't want to do this. And he'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Oh, my other thing... The other double standard I get annoyed with is like when you were talking about like um, attachments or feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... 
not everybody can do it. Oh, and that's no. totally okay. Like, if you're not that type of person, don't, it's fine. Don't feel pressured to do it. You don't have to. But that's the thing. Like, when you go through a, a hookup or a hoe phase, you both know what you're going like what you're going in for. Like, no attachments. It's just sex. And that's been the double standard that, like, oh, girls can't do – I've heard it a couple times. Like, girls can't do hoe phases or hookups because they get too emotional. They get too, emotional, they get too attached. And I'm like, um, girl here, that has not been the case. Yeah. You're like, I'll fuck you and drop you. I'm like, if I want to. If I wanted to or if I were attracted to you. And, um, no. But, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Girls can, girls have just as much as a high sex drive as men, if If not not more. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I think girls are oftentimes more sexually inclined. You gotta think about it. Like, we don't come as fast as a guy. Mm -mm. That should be your... It Clue. takes longer. It, it's a lot more work usually. We can do it. And once we do, like, we can do it Again. usually more repeatedly mm-hmm. than a guy can. Mm-hmm. Yes. We don't give you the excuse, like, oh, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, you want to go again? All right, water, let's go. Yeah, let me water. clean up and we go. <laughs> I think guys get upset, too, when their, like, masculinity is questioned. Yeah. I was going on a date with somebody once, and my aunt shout out to my aunt gave me some sound advice and she was like when you're going on a date for the first time you should always drive yourself Mm -hmm. because then you can decide if you want to leave right i've heard that and i texted him and told him that i was gonna drive myself that i was gonna meet him there and he was like well i don't know if i want to go on a date with you if you're gonna drive yourself like why wouldn't i just pick you up that's so rude and i was like what i don't fucking know you i don't really (laughs) want you to know where i live yeah it's safe if anything yeah it's wild. Yeah, yeah. double standards. They're, yeah. they're dumb. But I think as women, like, just ignore. Like, I don't want to say, like, just ignore them because, like, you know, it's, e- it's easier said than done. But just stand your ground. I yeah, think. stand your ground. Like, know your self-worth. You don't have to give in. And, like, your value as a woman does not change. Like, you are still valuable no matter what happens. Whether you're having sex with multiple people or just one person, like, it won't change. Um, I guess like that's a good last segue into our final question. Do you want to ask it? I don't want to hit your head. <laughs> so why should we be sex positive? I feel like we've talked about that a lot. Um, and any advice for those thinking about going through a hookup phase? Like how can they feel less self-conscious about exploring that part of themselves? I think what we just talked about was really kind of like all about that. You know, it's about experiencing new things and trying to figure out what you like and what you don't like and there's nothing wrong with it and I feel like a lot of people feel self-conscious about it because um, of the stigma around hookup culture Um, and it's like you just you know again just don't give a shit about what people think about you it's like none of their business you know you can like right now us talking about this we're making the decision to put our sex lives out there and to talk about it you don't have to you don't have to tell anyone, you know, someone asks you, like, oh, how many people have you hooked up with? You could literally say it's none of your fucking business. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, some people are open about it, some aren't. And both of those are totally okay. So, yeah. I think a really big thing, too, is um, kind of touching on the fact that, like, you grow from it so much. And a lot of people don't realize that, that growth can be uncomfortable. And people have been in situations, you know, where they've always dated like like I've had I always dated when I was younger so I didn't really know anything different and like you learn different sexual experiences and just about yourself by being with different people so I think that if you can have 
a time frame where you're going through a hell phase, if that's what you want to call it, or, you know, just meeting and being with other people, it teaches you to grow even if you don't want to. Yeah. I think society, culture, subculture, all those things have told us, like, have made us not talk about sex openly or what it is we want to do. And as women, we're told, like, we're told, I think, constantly, like, what boxes we're supposed to fit into, you know? And at this point, I think choosing what you want to do is empowering. Choosing how you want to be sexually is empowering. I think for me, being sex positive has helped me understand my sexuality as a woman better. And it's helped me, like what um, Andrea was saying about relationships and what I want and what I don't want and how I talk to people and how I want to you know, and what I want out of them. Like, it, it helps you in your social situations. And so I think, just at the end of it, like, it's just, you don't have to go through it if you don't want to. It's not for everybody. But don't judge somebody for going through it because it's, I think it's just part of life. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think, I honestly think everybody should have a hookup phase. Um, and we didn't talk about it, but we'll talk about it because we're going to include it in this episode. But, like, I feel like once you do it, like, if you enter a relationship, you're not, you like, you know what you want. You know what you're going to do. And you don't have... I, I've never cheated on anybody, but you won't have the urge to like want to see what else is out there because you want to be committed to that person. I just think in the long run, it would help you be in a committed relationship. You mentioned, too, about, about boxes. I think that's a really good point because I have... You know, when I was younger and I was in a relationship, I always thought I have to cook and clean the house and, you know, take care of my boyfriend and you know, make some money on the side with my job. And until I was, you know, by myself, Mm -hmm. I kind of realized, once I was by myself, I sort of realized more what I want. And now my dynamic in my relationship is completely different. I'm starting my own business. I have told my boyfriend multiple times, like, I want you to be a stay-at-home dad because I, I want to work. I like my job. Yeah. And... That was something I was super open about in our relationship, and I don't think I ever could have had that in my other relationship. Yeah, I feel like that also ties into um, what what both of you were saying. It's like, if anyone ever tells you, oh, a woman should be blank, like, fuck that. Like, a woman should be whatever you want to be, you know? You know, I can even hear some people saying about this conversation that we're I've heard it um, when when I've been talking to some people about, like, openly about sexual things there's always someone that's like oh you shouldn't talk about this like that's not ladylike Mm -hmm. and it's like i don't give a fuck you know what if it's not ladylike what does that even mean you know what i mean it's like i am talking about myself my body my experiences like you can't control that you know and it's like some guy even some guys are still uncomfortable with it of girls openly talking about sexual things and it's like Again, double standard, because it's like, you'll listen to your homies talking about how he fucking smashed some chick the other night, you know? But mm-hmm. I start ta- saying that, like, you get all weird, you know? Fuck yeah. those guys. Yeah. I guess to, like, wrap it up, yeah. The whole point of this podcast is to feel less self-conscious about being yourself, and I think sexuality is such a core of it, and expressing yourself sexually, if you're being sexually active, I think that's also part of it, and like I said, like, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Nobody's forcing you to do it. Um, everybody's different. But don't also feel self-conscious to talk to not be talking about about your sexual life openly. 
because um, I think it's such an important conversation to have. Because I think it helps you understand whoever it is you're in a relationship with, or it helps you and your close friends kind of understand yourself a little bit better. I think, that, for me, I personally like talking about sex. I do, too. Because I think it's like... I, I learn a few things. Like, mm-hmm. like my girlfriends be giving me a couple tips, and I'm like, oh, I should try that. But <laughs> there's always good stories. But I think it's just such a, it's it's obviously fun because you're talking about sex. But I think it should it shouldn't be so something that makes you feel self conscious because the reason I wasn't always self um, open about it until recently was because like I was thinking about like oh my future career is like I want to be a lawyer and what if they listen to me talking about my sex life and da 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 da. Honestly, it doesn't really fucking matter because everybody does it. Everybody does. Everybody's having sex. Everybody does it. But I'm doing this so you can feel less self-conscious about. We're sharing our stories with you. So you can feel less self-conscious. I feel like the most uncomfortable topics (laughs) usually lead to the biggest connections with people. Like Stephanie and I have never talked before on our last podcast. And we got onto this topic and then we said, you know, we'll, we'll hold it for next time. But... We talked about, like, 20 different things. I know. That's crazy. It, it just kind of rooted from there. But, like, to be the most uncomfortable and, like, vulnerable with somebody opens you up to decide whether you want to know more about that person. Well, that wraps up the episode. Thank you so much to Andrea for joining us. I'm going to give her a chance to shout out her social media accounts if you want to follow her. Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram as Aesthetic. That's A-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-B-A-R period X-X. It's the same thing on Facebook as well, just without the X-X. Thank you so much, Andrea, for being a guest. This was such a fun conversation. So glad you could join us. Thank you. I enjoyed being open with you guys. And don't forget to follow us on our social media pages to be up to date on what we have going on in the Self-Conscious Podcast, such as who our guests will be on upcoming episodes, podcast collabs, small business highlights, announcements, and so much more. Our Instagram page is Self-Conscious Podcast, and our Twitter account is at Conscious Podcast. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Like always, I hope you resonated with this episode, learned something from it. If you liked the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the Self-Conscious Podcast. We are available on all your favorite podcasting apps. And make sure that when you subscribe to the podcast, you also give us a rating. It helps us spread the word. And don't forget to might as well share the episode with a friend or family member. The more listeners, the better. We post new episodes every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Eso es todo por hoy. Evelyn and I will see you all next week for a whole new episode. Until then, have a good one, Conchitas. And remember, don't be so self-conscious.